Yesterday afternoon here at All Souls, we had a memorial celebration for a woman who had been a member for here for just a hair under 45 years. She passed away at the respectable age of 99 or 101, depending on which story you listen to. Uh, and at that service, I shared that several years back, she said to me, I've lived to see five wars, World War II. Her name is Hazel Martin. I want to speak her name. And we will be dedicating um, very soon the Purple Hazel Martin, Purple Martin House out on the playground, but not today. Um, she said, I've lived to see five wars, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, uh, First Gulf War, Iraq, and she, parenthetically she said, where we went into a sovereign nation just like the Germans did way back. And I want to live to see us at peace. I would guess that all of us here at a Unitarian Universalist church on a Sunday morning share a common dream of peace and beloved community. But how do we propose to make that happen? How are we going to get there? Are letters to elected officials and to let, letters to the editor and marches for peace and marches to protest or demonstrate, visits to the councils and boards and governing bodies, ultimately the tools of peace, I'll admit, they do from time to time prove to be means of creating change that's necessary, change that's good, change that's positive uh, at some level or other. Even so, as we are seeing in these times of shifting sands, all too many of those changes are temporary. Things we can fight a lifetime for can be removed in a season. So while that work is absolutely necessary, that work absolutely makes a difference, is it the answer? Last night I caught a few pieces of the White House Correspondents' Dinner speech uh, by the historian Ron Chernow, who was selected to speak instead of a comedian this year. He's, he's a brilliant writer um, and was responsible for the biography of Hamilton from which the musical was taken. Um, his 28-minute address is absolutely going back and worth watching if you get a chance on YouTube or something. But one thing that he mentioned along the way was that this is a quote. People say, now we're fighting for the soul of America. But we've always been fighting for the soul of America. America has always been a work in progress. 
But you see, that's also true for this community, for this city, for the world we live in, and for the, all of the dreams of peace. They are all works in progress, none of them finished. And furthermore, work as we might, study as we might, we can never know the whole truth or all of the outcomes of any of these things. There will always be stuff we don't know. There will always be more to the story, even if it's without humankind. There's probably a whole lot more than we care to admit that we don't know. And becoming okay with that and open to that is actually one of the steps to peace. Now, we spend a great deal of time, particularly here, looking out. <laughs> and here, that's a lovely view. But when we go out there and we're looking out, we can see a whole lot of things that aren't so beautiful, particularly if we're looking closely or if we're looking with critical eyes. We're trying to forge or at least be contributors to solutions out there. Rilke said, for one human being to love another human being, that is perhaps the most difficult task that has ever been entrusted to us. The ultimate test, the final test and proof, the work for which all other work is merely preparation. Learning to really love even one other human being. These thoughts are from uh, my friend and colleague, uh, the Unity Minister here in town, Ju Reverend Judith Taylor. Uh, I'm paraphrasing her to some extent. She said, extending love to others is everything. But we can only do that when we love ourselves. I think people have a yearning to break through the barriers that they know and have accepted as their limits. But the right person has to make them feel safe. Can you be that person? I'm not very good at it. There are circumstances that maybe I have the capacity to help others feel safe. There are plenty of circumstances where that is not the case. Where are we trying to go? First as individuals and then as a community in covenant with one another 
for higher purpose. What is it we as a community hope to be? And how do we get there? In a church, a religious community, a faith community, a spiritual community, there must be transformation occurring or the community will fade away. I think something as simple as those questions that are on the sheet that you were given to consider if taken to heart and genuinely allowed to direct our behavior, our thinking, our intentions, our priorities can, be, can begin the progression of transformation. Because the whole thing is we have to learn how to be safe with each other. I've got some crazy notions today. To me, somebody that's safe is somebody that knows how to listen. Somebody that I know is going to take what they hear from me and go as just what I'm saying and not try to read a whole lot of other things into it. And if they have questions, They're not aggressive to me. They're not being angry in my face. They're not guarded. They're not defensive. They're accepting. They're open. They're attentive. They're interested. And instead, there's an open.
thinking a Unitarian Universalist church. We, everything that we stand for is inclusion and acceptance and encouragement towards peace, justice, love, interconnection. The systems we've been using haven't been doing a great job of that. Uh, you know, they've gotten us this far. And they will continue to move us however far they do at whatever speed they do. But if we want to transform the world, we have to do it a different way. Doesn't mean we can't do them at the same time. But I believe the Unitarian Universalist identity is the perfect place for those kinds of transformations to begin. And if we can't do it here, where in the world will we be? I love y'all. I'm sorry that uh, I fall short. There's a princess from Amman, Jordan, named Basma Gintalao. And she said, we believe that any transformation of the world begins with the transformation of the self. For eventually, it is love, goodwill, and cooperation which will overcome the negative forces threatening us and, begin about the, and bring about the dawn of a new age. It is really the self to which we should aim to direct our efforts to rebuild. It is in a society that can inspire and foster individual drives that humans can prosper. And Paul McCartney and John Lennon said, and in the end, the love you take is equal to the love you make. How will we get there? One of the only ways I know of that it's possible.